Welcome everyone to the PSA CPSU New South Wales podcast. Well, today has been a very interesting day and I'm here with Jason Mountney, our journalist and our senior um, communications officer from the PSA. And we wanted to have a conversation about what's unfolded today. And for those of you listening that don't know, Gladys Berejiklian has resigned as New South Wales Premier. Your thoughts, Jason? I've been thinking that she might have been going to resign sometime in the next few months anyway. I think the pressure and thing. But I think she's resigned and, yeah, we always have to assume that she, until proven anything otherwise, is uh, clean as a whistle um, until proven otherwise by things. But perhaps there is the phone calls that were bugged by on Maguire's phone for quite a long time, years, Maybe she knows her goose is cooked that way. Yeah. I believe that if you haven't done anything wrong, you don't step away from Parliament. Like you can go on the backbench until the investigation is over and everyone's entitled to do what they think is the right thing for them. So I'm not going to take that away from her. But um, the last 12 months, you know, we've heard that she hasn't done anything wrong. So for her to step aside, and I know that she's expected that from the minister's her own ministers who have been um, investigated, that that's her line. But, you know, I, I expect more from people that are running and are ministers of the state. I really do. How do you feel about that? I mean, to get to Premier of the state, the most populated and the richest state in the country, the most important state for so many matters, um, and, and I say that from someone not from this state. Yeah. Um, you have climbed over possibly hundreds of people, from your branch pre-selection to your seat to getting onto the outer ministry to getting into cabinet to getting to things. Yeah, the amount of work you've put in. Yeah, you should back it up. No by, better. Yeah, you back it up by your behaviour. If you know, this is obviously something you really, really want, this isn't something you, you look in the paper and go, "Oh, look." I could be Premier of New South Wales, I'll just put my CV in. I mean, this is this is the culmination of years of work since he was at university in the Young Liberals. Back it up, behave yourself. You've worked hard for this. I mean, you give it credit, you've worked very hard. You've, you're of five and a half million, million people, you've reached number one. But the reason why she's worked very hard and why she's done a good job on most things is our members. Our members yes. have worked for her and helped the state move along, especially these trying times. Like if we discuss that she actually, there were floods, there was droughts, there was um, the bushfires of 2019, the last 18 months has been COVID. Uh, Our members have made her look really good and what's let her down is her own behaviour. So, and, in fact, you can just say that she's actually let down tens of thousands of workers. Oh, by. for sure. Absolutely, you know. Um, and everyone that works for the public service is proud to serve the people of New South Wales. We watch incredible people. Um, I mean, just you did the interviews which for the upcoming Red Tape. We've interviewed amazing delegates and members who do extraordinary work for the New South Wales public. And she's the leader and it's come to this. I just, I'm yeah. so disappointed because this is a smart woman. She's she's no fool. And yeah. to actually, you know, 
resign over this, I would be so disappointed if I was her. Well, it's also it's that thing, it's the grubbiness, isn't it? Like that story you were talking about, it's a good, a good idea to talk about that because we talk about people, we interview people who talked about the apprehension they feel when they're on the train going to work. Yes. Um, and yet, and you know, I mean, they see someone who's on a you know, very well-paid position, obviously, yeah, as I always say that you know someone like Gladys could probably earn more in the private sector on some board or something like that. But still, she's yeah, you know, she's handsomely uh, she's remunerated well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, especially when you consider um, there are some people that you know are on fifty thousand dollars a year, and we can't ignore no, that. And no. People don't realise there are very low-paid people working out there, and. They working expect in, better for from their premier of the state, yeah, in my opinion. and not working from home. They're working on yes, site. Absolutely, they're the ones getting the COVID. You know, yeah, and it and it is a hard time, and it's. I just I'm disappointed today. I think that you know, um, this government has shown some failures, and this is another one. This is just where where what we're watching and seeing unfold um, is disappointing. That, and you mean, know, the last the last three haven't fulfilled their whole term that they won. And let's talk about their team. Their team isn't doing that that job. They're, and you know, they're being hauled up in ICAC. She's the third premier now to be hauled up in front of ICAC from the Liberal Party. Yeah. I mean, I was raised in Queensland again. The, the, the National Party there. This, I mean, this is all flashbacks for me. I was in the eighties when the Fitzgerald inquiry every day it was a new scandal. And it's what sort of people are they attracting to the party? So what do you, what do you think? Um, the people of New South Wales sh- should expect from her replacement? Um, they're going to have to... That's a good point. Um, someone who believes in science, someone who believes in... Because not only have we got COVID now, we've also got, you know, Glasgow's going to adjust us to yes. uh, a new regime of condo, how we how we get ourselves around by transport, how we uh, generate our electricity and you know, how, how much we eat for things like that. Um, and the states, regardless of what the federal government signs, the states, as you say, our members are the ones that deliver these things. Mm. They need to be led on this way that we're going to deliver services because it's the state that decides transport policy. It's the state that does the energy. So we need a leader that, that believes in the science and believes in what's going to happen with us and can, yeah, but also, come on, let's have someone who's clean. Let's get someone that's... yeah that's honest and works hard for the state. And I'd actually like to see someone go, we've just gone through 18 months of COVID. Um, I'd like to see someone go, what do we need to bring back in New South Wales for jobs? You know, I, <laughs> Nigel put that post up on our social media page of um, Constance with the mask, you know, the bigger mask. And, you know, when they turned around and said it, you know, manufacturing's better overseas. Well, that's just crazy. We need to create jobs. At this particular time right now, the the person that's going to take over from Gladys should be looking at manufacturing in New South Wales. Is there something that we can do so that we can create jobs and that we can put that out there so that people have something to, you know, feel that we're moving forward as well, you know, because this, this 18 months has been extremely hard I don't think Gladys ever wanted to go into a lockdown and we've discussed this at nauseam. And we have and we've done over three months, I think it is. And for her not to complete this 
is also disturbing to me, you know. So what's yeah. the next guy going to, I shouldn't just say guy, sorry. What's the next person going to do? Are they going to follow suit or are they going to change? You know, this is a time and, you know, as we sit here today, the 1st of October is the start of Mental Health Month, right? And I've got to say the people of New South Wales, their, their mental health has been, you know, affected. And I mean, Our members are talking about that, about talking to their colleagues and or you know, school psychs. They're, they're dealing with big issues now. It's a hard, it's a hard time. It really is. And I hope whoever does replace um, Gladys actually looks at it properly and just says, what do we do from here? And really think about it. And I hope, and I know that they probably won't listen to this podcast, but if they are listening, if you've got some skeletons, don't put your hand up. Like we can't afford the next 18 months before the next election is um, critical and I just think if you've got skeletons, do not put your hand up because you, I think the government is going to, um, you know, that I think that might stop something for them at the next election coming up, you know. So, you know, I hope they remember that they're working for the people of New South Wales, that the reason why they're in politics is to make New South Wales even better than it is right now and really think hard this is an honour. This role as the Premier of New South Wales is an honour to actually have, and it shouldn't be taken lightly. No, and it's and not only is it an honour, it comes with grave responsibility. I mean, you can make decisions that can send businesses broke. You can just say, make, make decisions that kill people. You can, this is an important job. Actually, it's, it's, I'm glad you actually said that because going back to work in the city, I think we're going to see a lot of businesses that won't recover. They have not recovered. Yeah, and they won't be back. I mean, we walk past when we go to work every day, those cafes along the side, they were new. They Mm. just started before the COVID actually started in 2020. And, you know, one of them went through the whole of the, you know, COVID from last year. But when it hit this time, they went and I just I feel for small business Mm. I feel and you know after the state government they are collectively the largest employer in New South Wales and really and truly look after these people that employ other people to provide a service to the constituents of New South Wales and they provide jobs yeah, I live in an entertainment precinct kind of area, and the, the number of businesses that aren't coming back is thing. And that's the, that's the, that's the sort of reason just employment. It's also often the the job that eighteen year old gets first off time round, and that sort of stuff. All the well, the when we're talking about district. yeah, and when we're talking about eighteen year olds, I mean these kids have been through the ringer. So not mm. only will they not have jobs, the way that they've you know finished their schooling. Is not the way that they intended, and no, you know, and unfortunately, they're not going to have what we had when we were eighteen. Which for me is sad because you know I had the best time in my youth. Like mm. I had so much fun, and he, and hopefully, as of the first of December, that they can have some normality as well. But you know, that's up to the government too. That's that's on them. And like, I don't want to go back to when this first started back in June, but, you know, there are some responsibilities and hopefully more information will come out at 
in due course when, you know, what yeah. actually happened at that time. Yeah. And will the new Premier listen to their experts? Well, let's hope so because some of those experts are our members and they work yeah. really hard for the state of New South Wales. And, and they, they are champions skills. of the state. Sorry? Yeah. Sorry? And they bring amazing skills to the table. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the government should also look at, you know, don't take resources away from your employers because mm. the state of New South Wales need it. You know, if we even talk about Service New South Wales during this time, they just kept getting dumped with more and more and more and more and more work. Uh, and they did put on a few people, but it wasn't to the capacity of what is required. No. Because not only was there more work, but they were expected to do it from home in some cases as well. Yeah. Like, what yeah. an adjustment. Well, what about the, what about the people that were working um, at work? You know, they put, mm. they put their life and their family's lives at risk mm. because they were authorised workers and they, they provided a service, as did the Premier, to the state of New South Wales. And the number of people going through the local service New South Wales place near my, whenever I went to just walk past it, the number of people going through there was was massive. It's a it's a busy busy job. You're exposed to hundreds of people a day. Yeah. Look, I have to say, um, didn't expect this today. Uh, I did expect it in the future, to be quite honest. But I hope that the next premier really listens to their community and really thinks about what is best for the community and that it's not political. You know, they can do their political stuff internally. That's up to them. But, you know, I hope that we have a Premier that would look at New South Wales and really care about its constituents. And 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 the members and the people who work for the government as well. Yeah, Absolutely, 100%. It's their boss. Let's, let's, be, let's have a good boss. Yeah, let's have a really good boss. I agree with you, Jason. Well, again, thank you for coming on. We didn't expect to have this conversation today. And um, everyone out there, I hope you have a really great long weekend and happy Labor Day for Monday. Solidarity. Solidarity forever. This is a weekly podcast and you can subscribe to the PSA CPSU podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jim Minns. Thanks again, and you'll hear from us next week. Uh, 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 uh.